Hello and good, good. Well, I was going to say good morning. It might be morning if you're watching us live, or it might be morning if you're listening to us on a podcast, but it could be afternoon or evening too. But hello, wherever you are in the day. Uh, welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live. I'm Jim, joined as always by Tom. Tom, how you doing? Excellent, Jim. Good morning. Happy summer. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or officially, spring. yes. summer solstice is upon us. Starting yesterday, the days get shorter. So maybe that's not the happy part of that. But um, <laughs> but here we are. It is summer. It certainly feels like summer here in Nebraska. I don't know about where you are there in Michigan, but it's hot and humid. Yuck. Um, not my favorite weather of the year, although I like being able to you know be outside and that, those kinds. Well, today, <clears throat> excuse me, is a head-to-head episode. Uh, we're going to be doing head-to-head for AEW's Forbidden Door. And uh, as we've mentioned before, this will be our last episode for a little while. We're not going anywhere. Uh, we're just taking a little summer break, as life uh, dictates. And uh, we'll be back uh, August sometime. Is that usually about right, Tom? Does that sound Yeah. My um, hope is that we record SummerSlam weekend. Okay. SummerSlam weekend is our goal. Stay tuned to our Twitter uh, and and Facebook, and we'll try and update you there. We also will post picks there uh, for Money in the Bank and Death Before Dishonor. Um, and if there happens to be any other pay-per-views or NXT thing or something pop up in July, we'll do that as well. There, but And there is, actually. There's an NXT at the end of July. Uh, Great, oh, American Great American Bash. Bash. Great American, yeah. yep. Now that I say that, Great American Bash. So that'll be on there as well. Um, so SummerSlam weekend, though, is our hope for a return. Uh, but no reason to talk more about that. Uh, we're... We've got a little bit of a time crunch this morning, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, head-to-head update. Tom, do you have the scores up? I, 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 I do, yep. So entering this final pick for the first half of the year, um, I currently lead 58 and 22 to your 57 and 23. There we go. So um, one match is the difference, and uh, I brought no paper and pen, so I'm just going to open Excel sheet so I can keep track here and we have 11 matches so after dynamite last night uh it's thursday morning as we're recording this after dynamite there were 10 matches announced and then i read this morning of another match that's confirmed on rampage so we are going to pick that one so that we have an odd number of matches um so spoiler alert i don't think necessarily anybody who's worried about rampage spoilers that's good on you um (laughs) if you're that dedicated um and i don't think it'll it'll change too much for anybody um, but fair warning, that'll be the second match uh, I announce. Uh, Tom has not seen Dynamite. I have not seen Dynamite. I know the 10 ma- or 11 matches. Uh, Tom knows five, four, four. four. He knows the, the top four, basically. So the first uh, seven that we do here uh, will be surprises to Tom, or at least surprises that they've been officially announced in one or two cases, maybe. Um, but uh, so that'll be fun too. get, get Tom's reaction to the match as it's happening, um, as he learns of it. So. Uh, so let's see with me having the one match behind, does that mean I pick first or I don't, cause I feel like we tied last event. We did tie last time and then I was actually down the event before, but that was the one where we had like three in the weekend. So, oh, right. I mean, technically I'm the, I'm operating from behind based on the consecutive pickums, but I am so you would pick first then. overall. Yep. So. so you would pick first then. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm good either way. Um, cause these first few matches, I don't think are going to really matter it's going to be down towards the end where we see if we have any differences uh so tom zero hour uh of course will happen on sunday uh are you planning on watching forbidden door by the way before we get into picks so yep uh, yeah, i'd love to uh i think i mentioned a few weeks ago when we were recording talking about some AEW. this is second bridal shower weekend so oh, we right. are in uh in detroit this weekend um 
bridal shower is on Sunday. Everybody wants to be home early. I selfishly for this want to be home early. We'll see. Gotcha. That's right. You did mention that. Um, so, and, and I am, I am absolutely intending to watch it. I, I have Sunday evening free this week, so uh, I'm excited for it too. Uh, in zero hour though, we have one match so far announced. Obviously I think there will be more, but it is a first round match in the Owen Hart uh, women's tournament. And we get Athena versus Billy Starks in round one. Yeah, uh, that's that's a cool match. Exciting for Billy Starks. Um, again, they are in Chicago, so that totally makes sense. Um, interesting that they're bringing Athena kind of back into the AEW fold, uh, in my opinion, with this, because she's really been hardcore exclusive Ring of Honor. <clears throat> I'd love to see Billy Starks win here because she's uh, now a high school graduate, so I would imagine that she's more free to do things. And if AEW wanted to sign her, that'd be a great addition to the roster. Um, I'm going to go with Athena just because I don't know why they wouldn't have the Ring of Honor Women's Champion win here um, and then maybe lose later uh, in the tournament, if not win at all. Um, who knows, right? With Ring of Honor and AEW and now with the addition of Collision, um, I'm not sure that we know where everybody's going to land in the next 60 days in terms of their brand, if you will. So Athena is my pick. Yeah, uh, Athena is my pick as well here. Um, like you, I wouldn't mind seeing, I, I would actually really like seeing Billy Starks get a win because um, they haven't really done anything with her for the most part. Uh, when they've had her on Ring of Honor and Dark Dark Elevation, she's got a couple of wins, I think, but um, over, you know, enhancement talent kinds of things. Um, I think I get to see Billy Starks June, July 1st when I'm going to the Revolver show. I'm pretty sure I've seen her announced for that show, um, which would be cool. I've never seen her live. Um, obviously, since she was 11 the last time that I attended a live show. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, but Athena here, uh, we probably won't have time today, but the full brackets are released from Dynamite uh, for the Owen Hart as well. And those are- Can't wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that sometime this this day. This, this not today, but this day. <laughs> this, this day, yes. Uh, and they're, they're interesting, Tom. I, we won't have time, like I said, to hit those here on the show today, but- um, I'll be interested to message with you back and forth once you see those brackets and, and see what you think. Uh, the second match we'll get to pick uh, is the match that's announced on Rampage. Um, so spoiler alert, if you are staying spoiler-free on Rampage, um, maybe skip ahead four or five minutes here um, or, or fast forward. If you're on the YouTube, you, you'll be able to fast forward past it, um, although you'll see it across the bottom, I guess. so. Uh, but Adam Cole is going to face Tom Lawler um, at... At Forbidden Door, MJF makes that announcement on Rampage, um, and then and then Lawler attacks Cole. I'm just spoiling all of Rampage for everybody now. Um, I, this is kind of a cool match, even though it's you know it, it's questionable, and, and we're going to have some more um, of the whole AEW versus New Japan. But Tom Lawler hasn't been in AEW, so I guess he's as New Japan as anybody. Even though he doesn't do a ton of work in Japan, he's more New Japan strong. Um, this will be really fun, uh, but I don't see any way you bring Lawler in. Um, to beat Adam Cole. I think Cole, they're still building towards uh, maybe all in or all out um, for a, a title match uh, with MJF. So uh, Cole is going to be my winner here. Yeah, Cole's my winner too. The cool match. Um, yeah, and going back to, I know we didn't, I feel like we didn't talk about Dynamite last week um, in detail. Maybe we did. It seems like time and space are a construct that I'm not wrapping my mind around or living in the full reality, but Cole and JF last week, the 30 minute draw, the eliminator match, great match. Again, like how, how Cole was eliminated because he didn't win, but he also didn't lose. So like, how are they going to, 
how are they going to weave the story to get him back to to face MJF in a formal in a formal way? Yeah, and I'm curious to see how that played out on Dynamite last night, uh, and also apparently now on Rampage as well. Um, I'm glad that it, it continues, even though I certainly don't see Adam Cole winning the world title from from MJF anytime soon. Uh, he could be the guy down the road, although he could be at some point because uh, Sean Ross Sapp, Sean Ross Sapp has brought up a number of times, you know, MJF has talked about before, although he's laid out of it lately, the whole he's going to be the champ when his contract runs up at the end of the year. And Sapp has said a few times, he doesn't have to be the champ throughout 23. He just has to be the champ when the clock runs out at the end of the year, you know, for that storyline. So he could lose it and, and drop it back, you know, or win it back or something like that. But we'll see. We'll see. Adam Cole, though, both of us picking there. Tom, you get the first pick on the next match, an Owen Hart tournament first round match for the men's side as CM Punk will take on Satoshi Kojima from New Japan. Super interesting, super random. Um, CM Punk, of course. Um, I I don't know what else to say. Uh, <laughs> I know that there was at one point some like scuttlebutt, if that's even what you'd call it, that Punk and Kento were, were possibly slated for this show. Um, I wouldn't have imagined that to have been a, a one heart first round match. It could have been. This makes more sense. Um, I'm interested that Punk is part of this tournament because we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like, if you know, as we were kind of like, what would you do to make Collision a must see, right? Well, Punk, of course, is a, a draw, and then Punk in the Owen Hart tournament, but then not having him win, right? Because, like, you need to use that to boost somebody else other than CM Punk because he doesn't need that. So, how does he get screwed at some point? Clearly, not here, unless it is here and we're both left. I'm gonna. I'm making your pick for you if you didn't just pick that up um, with our jaws on the floor. But yeah, CM Punk. And I will say that on the men's tournament, uh, the other three first round matches are all happening on Collision on the 29th next week. Um, and they're recording that next. They're recording Thursday. that the 29th. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, so those all will be on Collision. So so they did kind of do what we talked about, and I don't know that they're making it Collision exclusive. Uh, the women's tournament is kind of all over the place. One match on Dynamite, one on Rampage, one on Collision, and one on Forbidden Door. So, um, but Collision is getting a good, good uh, amount of the Owen Hart tournament, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, uh, not a whole lot to say here. Uh, there's no earthly way Kojima beats Punk, um, even with an interference or anything like. Not a chance. Punk wins that match. Um, and for everybody who says the Punk and the Elite can't be in the same building, here we are. Well, and so I want to really just jump in quickly, too, because I did watch the first match of Dynamite this morning. So I'm not totally like out of the loop. But I really am not. Nothing nothing that will predicate this conversation uh, do I have awareness on. But Punk showed up on Dynamite last night. Yep. And the so, Elite were not there last night, which was originally planned. That was the plan. Anything that showed them would have been pre-taped. Um, so there we go. Um, but spoiler alert, the Elite will show up here at Forbidden Door a little bit later on as we move through these matches. Um, so I have the first pick on an interesting one, uh, a six-man tag, Sting, Darby Allen, and a mystery partner that will be revealed on Collision Saturday night, uh, which has to be from New Japan, I would think, obviously, uh, against Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara with a comma in the middle of his name, and Minoru Suzuki. Take that banner down for those not on YouTube for a minute and just do a little edit. Um, so I took out the comment and put in a slash. We're doing well this morning. There we go. Um, I'm, I'm curious who the the TBA is. Um, 
the first name that came to mind because I had heard he was going to work the show was Ishii, but he is announced for a match still to come. Um, so I'm trying to run through like New Japan people in my head. And I, like the two that make the most sense for me here are the Great Muda and Jushin Liger, but both are retired. And and if either of them were coming back even for a six man, I can't imagine you'd only announce it the night before the pay per view. Maybe you would, but those two would make a ton of sense. I just don't know who who else. So if somebody has a, a great guess, let us know. Um, but uh, my pick is Sting, Darby, and whoever are going to win this match. Um, and I hope that whoever is somebody really cool and not um, nothing against him by any means, but not like Master Vato or something, you know. <laughs> And it's not Vato. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I, just... I imagine it's gonna. I imagine it's gonna be someone cool. Otherwise, why would you not give that to us last night, right? And right, um, right, right. and and, I don't, and it doesn't matter to me if they have any history with Suzuki. It'd be kind of cool history to in a way. Um, only that, but that's that goes back to a long time in New Japan with Jericho's involvement. So, should be fun. It, it, who's your pick, Tom? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I I, I I wrote it down, so I thought I already told you. My pick is also Sting Darby Allen and To Be Determined. <laughs> I, I thought so from what you said, but I was like, let's let's get that official just in case. Uh, just in case there was something else. Uh, Tom, you're going to get the first pick then on a 10-man tag because it wouldn't be a New Japan show if we didn't just throw a bunch of multi-man matches on these things. Um, Eddie Kingston, Tomohiro Ishii, the Young Bucks, and Adam Page against John Moxley, Claudio Castiglioli, Wheeler Yuta, Shota Umino, and Kanosuke Takeshita. Wow, this is awesome on paper, and it's going to be yes. awesome in, <laughs> in reality, too. Man, this is a, a challenging one. So you go back to uh, Anarchy in the Arena and Blackpool Combat Club won. You go back to the Six Man a few weeks ago, and the Hung Bucks won, and now we get here. Um. And with the way that Dynamite finished a week ago Wednesday, uh, this makes tons of sense. Mm-hmm. Whew. Um, I'm going to go with the Blackpool Combat Club and Friends uh, because I think that you have to have Takeshi to get the win to keep him strong. I hate that pick in a way because I love both teams. But that's uh, that's my that's my choice. Yeah, as I looked at this match, my first thought was, okay, so who eats the pin, Umino or Ishii? <laughs> like those kind of feel like the most likely suspects. Um, and and I was leaning, I was hoping you were going to pick the elite, um, but um, yeah, I was leaning the same way you are because of Takeshi's involvement. Same reason. Um, I think you've got to keep Takeshita really strong here. Uh, you're just building him as a heel. I think he's off to a nice start. Um, but, you know, and I would have, well, I don't know. I was going to say I would have Takeshita kind of only want to be in the ring when, like, Kingston and Ishii are in there or something. Like, try to avoid the elite if he can a little bit. A little bit chicken shit heel, but not total. Um because you're building to that. Obviously, you're really building to Kesh to Omega, and, and that's not a problem to avoid here, um, since Omega's in a different match. But, um, yeah, I think you got to keep Takesh to strong, so I I would put him over. Um, and him pin Ishii would be a good win for him, um, if it is Ishii that takes the pin um, in this. Him pinning any one of those five gentlemen would be good for him. Um, and 
I've made it very clear here before. I'm a big Tegesta fan, so uh, that's a that's gonna. <laughs> it's I, I doubt it's gonna be match of the night just because of a couple of things we got coming a little later on. Um, but as good as I think this is going to be, it's crazy to say that it probably won't be match of the night. Um, that's that's a that's a crazy good ten man right there. Um, another match that's going to be really fun is the uh, AEW International title match. I was trying to remember who picks first. It's me. Uh, Orange Cassidy in a four-way defense against Daniel Garcia, Zack Sabre Jr., and Katsuyori Shibata. I, I thought maybe we were going to two singles matches here, Cassidy and Sabre, and then Garcia and Shibata maybe for the pure title. Um, I guess they're going to maybe save Garcia and Shibata for Death Before Dishonor um, for the pure title, which would make a lot of sense. Again, it's a Ring of Honor um pay-per-view so to, to save the ring of honor title match for the ring of honor pay-per-view makes sense and it works very well in what you and i have complained about before where you know ring of honor titles were defended in the main event of the aw's battle of the belts and things like that um so that makes sense if they're saving that one uh here's the thing saber can't win this because saber's in the g1 um so that that doesn't make any sense i think Cassidy wins it. I, I think Cassidy's keeping his title here. I don't, if you're, when you beat him, I think you need to beat him one-on-one. We talked about this with the battle Royal um, at the last pay-per-view. So I think you got to beat him one-on-one when that happens. So I don't want a four-way. And I think he probably pins Garcia. Not that we pick that, but it's always fun for us to kind of think about uh, maybe after like Shibata knocks out Garcia to, to continue to build their thing or some, if, if Cassidy could get a pin on Sabre, I think that would be awesome. Uh, for Cassidy, but I kind of doubt it. Garcia is the only one not holding a title here, so I kind of feel like he's the one who's going to eat the pin. Um, Which makes me mad because I want to see him grow, and I know he's going to... I agree with you. I do think he's destined to unseat Shibata as we turn the corner into the month of July. Early spoiler on that pick when that match gets announced, if it does. But yeah, um, man. Again, I know that they have the tag. I'm looking forward to watching that when I get to Dynamite. And how, how how this comes about because of it, um, man! What a good group of of, of wrestlers. Um, and you know how I felt. I saw Cassidy and Garcia live at Dynamite a month and a half ago, and um, man, I wanted Garcia to pull the belt that night. So I know that maybe his path is different, but I'd love to see him become more installed on AEW versus Ring of Honor. No disrespect to Ring of Honor, but just, you know, Garcia's ready to break out, in my opinion. I have I have some selfish uh, fantasy wrestling league reasons for that as well. You do. So, again, <laughs> so, to be clear, your pick? And my pick is Orange Cassidy, yes. Yep. The way you laid it out, I, 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 I'm in lockstep with a lot of what you said. <clears throat> I just... It, it, I was just super lamenti, uh, lamenti, lamenting. I was super salty. I am super salty over the idea that Garcia is going to be the one to eat the pinfall here because that's really the only thing that makes sense. Right. It is. Um, and I'm with you. Just spoiler alert. We're going to be, uh, you know, even on our pick uh, come death before dishonor. If that match happens, Garcia over Shibata. Um, you need a pure champion who's going to work most of your tapings. Um, I, I've kind of been surprised that Shibata's kept it this long. I like Shibata, but he's working a very minimal schedule, and I understand that health-wise and all of those things. I love when we get a chance to see him, um, and this is going to be crazy good. Um, four guys who are going to tear it up. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick now on the AEW women's title match. 
uh, the last match that you don't know about, um, which is very forbidden door-ish. Tony Storm defends against the NJPW Strong Women's Champion Willow Nightingale. You gotta think this was supposed to be Tony and Mercedes, and unfortunately, the injury you know threw that off. Um, but you get the pick here, Tony and Willow, in a first time ever this weekend match. Um, so, the, so the bummer about it is, is because Willow is the NJPW Strong Women's Champion, that like her losing here, even dirty, because that's what my pick is, Tony Storm, um, doesn't help that belt ish right so like what concession if any is new japan or AEW making because of this which again willow is an AEW talent but she's also a new japan champion right so like how do you how do you temper those waters politically um i've really enjoyed actually the build um honestly i i wouldn't have gone with willow here i would have gone with sky blue in a rematch uh based on what happened on dynamite a week ago and then what happened on a collision um not knowing what happened on dynamite last night um and i think even and again in chicago man sky blue was over like rover in dc and almost and and, and had a, the, the amazing title match and then she came to chicago and got the win in a tag so why not go back in to chicago her home too right yeah yeah so anyway i digress i'm not i, I'm not, I don't hold the pencil tommy khan um so tony storm is the win tommy khan my goodness um <laughs> Yeah, Tony's winning this one. Um, I wish I could pick Willow. Um, I really want us to have a difference, so I have a shot to pull even, but I'm starting to think I'm up a creek without a paddle here um, in this show. Um, I should have zigged somewhere, but I just... None of these have... The only one that's felt a little bit like, hmm, is that 10-man tag, and I just... I, I felt pretty strongly about where I was headed on that one. Uh, Tony Storm, though, yeah, Willow's not winning the women's the AEW women's title yet. I think someday she will. And I like Willow a lot. Um, you know, the story is really that she wasn't scheduled to win the NJPW strong women's title. Um, but then the injury, they called an audible, you know, kind of in the ring, which obviously was the right move to make. Um, and I think Willow's a good NJPW strong women's champion. I like, you know, I, I would have been fine with her beating Mercedes, although that would have been an interesting, you know, with, without the injury, that would have been an interesting choice to make Mercedes' first loss in this run to Willow. But um, but it was, and and now Willow's the champ. But yeah, Willow, Willow's losing here, and probably like you said, from some shenanigans from Ruby or maybe a returning Soraya. Um, sounds like she's on her way back if she wasn't back last night already. So from whatever she's been dealing with um, the last few weeks, we mentioned last week not seeing her for a little bit, and I had read somewhere she had just some things to deal with. So. Um, hopefully all's well there. We'll see Soraya back soon if she isn't, if she wasn't already last night. So now we get to the big four, I guess the four main events almost. I uh, you know if, uh, they're not billing it as quadruple main event, but I think you could. Uh, and we'll start with the AEW world title match. MJF defends against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, Tanahashi telling the story that he almost won the title last year when it was the interim title match uh, with he and Mox, right? Or Punk. It was, it was Mox. It was Mox. Yeah, I thought so. It was supposed to be Punk, I think, originally, and then Punk was hurt. Um, so, you know, Tanahashi's coming for the belt this year, and Tanahashi hasn't got a shot in absolute anywhere of winning this title. Uh, this will be my – well, we'll have 10 to pick in our F to, in our Fantasy Wrestling League pick them because uh, we Thursday is always the cutoff, so I can't officially add that, that Cole and Waller match there. But, uh, oh, spoiler, 
uh, if you fast forward it earlier, but um, this will probably be my 10. I mean, there's just, there's no way Tanahashi wins the, the, the IWGP or the AEW title. He's not winning either one of them at this point in his career. So MJF's my pick. And uh, if you pick Tanahashi, it will be the biggest gift you've ever given me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, brother. Can't do that for you here. Yeah. MJF. Absolutely. I'm excited actually about this match. And this is one of those matches as to why I want to see this show. Like it is a foregone conclusion, but I really think like with the way that MJF is carrying himself and Tanahashi's lore and legacy, um, this could be really special. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the draw. Tanahashi for me at this point in his career, like Tanahashi is one of the greats. Don't get me wrong. And him and, him and uh, Okada back in the day, you know, when they main evented Wrestle Kingdom a few different times, I mean, just some, some epic great matches. You know, he's on the downswing of his career. Um, and, and he's booked like that most of the time, which makes sense. So I guess that's part of it for me is, honestly, for both of these world title matches, I feel like there could have been bigger matches. Um, but that being said, I expect this to be good. You know, so, um, and MJF is is frankly one of the best in the ring in the world right now. Um you know, he's probably untouchable on the mic. So, and, and we know that, but in the ring, I mean, the guy delivers every time he goes out there. So um, I agree with you. I, I think it's going to be really good. It's just, eh, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I hoped for more, but I figured these would be kind of the title matches we got. Um, not necessarily with these people, but these level of title matches, if that makes sense. Tom, you get the first pick on the uh, IWGP world title match. Sonata defends against... Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yeah, so you know, I feel like this is more a foregone conclusion than the previous match, which is which is interesting. But I think that's probably because of the the I, I hate to say aura because I think that's the wrong term, but the aura that Tanahashi brings. Um, I really I really love what you said when we talked. I think it was a week ago um, about this is probably the beginning of the Jack Perry uh, dark side. Uh, path so that should be fun to see like those seeds begin to be planted if that's the route they go um i don't know is sonata a face or a heel i don't i'm not i'm not as uh up to date on new japan as i used to be that over two years ago i i'm not sure okay because like i know he's part of a of, of a newer faction yeah, just, it seems, just five guys or something like that. Yeah, which I love five guys, burgers and fries, but this is not the same thing. <laughs> so um Sonata's the pick here. Um I do expect a great match. I, I always thought Sonata was a really strong talent. Um, and then they finally gave him the opportunity to be the the face, the the world champion of New Japan. Um and we'll see, we'll see what goes. Uh, you know, what whatever I, I, again, I, does he hold the title? And, and face the winner of the G1 at Wrestle Kingdom next year. I, again, I don't, I'm, I'm super not informed enough to to give you an honest or informed opinion on that. I, I feel like he does, and I don't, I don't know why I feel like that, because I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't watched a New Japan show in a year or more. Um, and again, it's just time. It's just... It, it, I, from what I've read, you know, I follow all the results, at least of the pay-per-views because of our fantasy wrestling league. I try to kind of keep up on it a little bit. Um, again, for my information for, for fantasy, fantasy wrestling to see who I want to 
draft. Um, you know, with only a few shows where he would defend his title left this year, I kind of feel like he probably does hold it to Wrestle Kingdom and defend it against the G1. Um, Sonata's my pick here, too, by the way. Um, I don't think that's a shock. Um, and, and I kind of think we're going to talk about him in a minute. I don't know why, but I feel like Okada could win the G1 again. Um, they're kind of playing up that it could be his third, I think, third G1 um, victory. And I, I, that feels like a Wrestle Kingdom main event um, again, you know, but Okada is kind of John Cena, right? Like he's the one you go back to a lot in New Japan. And they seem to be trying to build some new stars. So maybe somebody else wins the G1 and we get a totally fresh Wrestle Kingdom main event, which would be good for New Japan. Um, but it, for this here, um, I could see this being, since they're playing up that Hook is going to be in Perry's corner, um, the point where Perry turns on Hook, like either he's frustrated after the loss or Hook does something that accidentally leads to the loss or or Hook doesn't help him when he wants him to do something dirty, or I don't know. Does Hook throw in a towel? And right. Jack and Jack's like, no, I shouldn't have done that. I had it, right? right. Like You know, and smashed him with chair or something. I don't know. Um, so I could see the turn happening at the pay-per-view. It would be a big, big moment. Um, but it, it's coming. It's coming. Um, Sonata's the win here. <sighs> Daniel Sonokata. I know from previous conversations, this is our last chance to have a difference. And the fact that I pick first, I really hate because strategy wise, you can just match it. And I really love, so thank you. Right, I do. So I do. I do I, let you pick first if you like. I'm good. <laughs> I do have. I do. I did have my pick in my in my mind before this screen came up. I was forgetting which match was next and which match was last. I almost wrote down. Oh, uh, I almost maybe. switched them on you just to be like, I made it. <laughs> I made it <laughs> uh, Executive call conversations around the other. The other big match yet to come here. Uh, but Daniel Sonokata, congratulations, Tom, on his head-to-head win. Um, uh, um, I should have thought about that before I put these in order. We talked about it right before we clicked record. This is going to be freaking special. Um, this is one of the reasons that I uh, have tried to make sure I kept my Sunday evening clear. Uh, this will be one of those matches. Sometimes when I'm watching wrestling, um, I'm also kind of on the computer. I'm also on my phone, you know, and so I'm watching it. I'm paying attention, but I'm not maybe giving 100% of my attention to the TV screen. Uh, this will be a match where the computer gets shut. The phone gets set down next to me. And I can say this because she's not in the house currently. If my wife yells down the stairs or something, I will hit pause on the TV until I can give my full attention right back to this match. Um, it's... A, it's crazy to me, and we've talked about this before, that this is their first one-on-one match. Like, with all of the Ring of Honor and New Japan crossover shows that happened and all of the huge matches that happened on those shows, this is the first time these guys have gone one-on-one. Gabe never booked this. Maybe Gabe wasn't allowed to book it. I don't know. Maybe New Japan said, no, we're going to save that one. Um, Just crazy to me that it never happened. Um, And I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at timing. Maybe there are other factors at play why why this never happened. But it's crazy we're finally getting it. It's been a dream match to me for a long time. Uh, I can't believe we're going to get to see it on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. I have no idea who to pick in this match. Um, I could definitely go either direction because I think Okada, like I said, has a really good chance at winning the G1. So keeping him strong for New Japan. A loss isn't going to hurt either one of these guys, though. They're at that level where whoever wins this match, it's going to be fine. I could see Okada getting the win because somebody from the elite comes and and 
interferes or something like that. But I got to be honest, I don't want Gaga in this one. I don't. I want the elite to stay away from it. I just want these two to wrestle and have the thirty-minute, you know, banger that I know they can. Screw it, Okada. See, that's interesting that you say screw it, Okada, because to me, as much as I agree that this is kind of a coin flip in a way, Okada makes the most sense. So, like, please know I was going to pick Okada probably either way. Yeah. Um, I, I love our strategy. I love, <clears throat> I love that. I, I love that this locks it in, barring some crazy shenanigans in our last pick. Um, one thing I've been really thinking about Brian Danielson in AEW is he's the one member of the Blackpool Combat Club that I feel like is immune to any damage in the event of a loss. And this is a great example of how I see that being on full display. Um, for all of the things that you said about this match, like I wanted to joke when you were like, if if your wife calls downstairs, it's almost like you got to give her the heads up beforehand. Hey, between 9.30 and 11.30 <laughs> on Sunday night, just please know, like, and it, you know, this is the do not contact me in case of fire or death. And so if nothing's on fire and you're not dying, uh, I don't expect to hear from you. I love you, but you know, <laughs> which which may or may not go over well. I know you've been married for for you know a fair number of years, Jim. But I well, that could cause that. death potentially <laughs> <laughs> on your for for you specifically. So <laughs> yeah, no Okada all the way, and, and that's the thing. Like Okada winning, and like Danielson using that as fuel to like still name himself as the best in the world despite that is such a heelish prick thing to do and like that would be more the better thing to do for Danielson and for AEW because then Okada is gone right and and then you know for I was gonna say for, forbidden from happening but it's not because it's forbidden door like we could forbidden door three a year from now have something where these two match up again or if Okada doesn't win the G1 Wrestle Kingdom yep absolutely really absolutely as well. Um, well Tom you get the first pick on our what we're calling our main event, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how they uh, how they put these. I just feel like this will be the last match. I, I felt that way since they first announced it, uh, but it's the IWGP US title match, which is kind of crazy. If the US title main events over both world titles, IWGP and AEW, but I don't see either of those matches worthy of closing this show when you have Danielson Okada and Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Well, and with this title on the on the line, this is the like the truest forbidden door style match. Like I which is kind of tongue in cheek to go that that doesn't make a lot of sense, but it actually does to me. Right? Like Tanahashi MJF, yes, great. Sonata Jack Perry, yes, great. But this, like these are two guys on the exact same level and there's a title on the line and they're both representing their company. Like how how good is that? And and, and, and it's interesting because I said representing their company, company, but Kenny Omega is the New Japan champion coming into this, right? So so is, is, is New Japan his company or is AEW his company? Um, this is going to be amazing. Um, the one So before I make my pick, I will say I've been really like kind of like chewing on the idea of plunking down money and resubscribing to New Japan World with the idea that I was like, I'd really love to check out the G1. You know, I haven't made that decision yet because part of it's like, do I honestly have time in my life to 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 watch the G1? Right? Like, I could easily go, yeah, you know, I got two and a half hours a day that I could just, you know, after it airs, like, watch it later in the day. You know, 
but I, but I don't know that that's a true statement to make, right? And if I and if I were to do that, one of the first things I would do is I'd go back to Wrestle Kingdom and I'd watch the match that these two had, which I think from a lot of people that I trust it and respect, they feel this is probably, if not the match of the year, one of the matches of the year in 2023. Um, so like the fact that they're now going to have a rematch on United States soil with all of the history. Um, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, Canada. In sorry, North America. Um, yeah, I felt, I don't know why I felt this was like. A, so go back to what I said earlier about Sky Blue. Scratch that from the record. Yeah. This is not in Chicago. This is yeah, in yeah. And I agreed with you. I was like, yeah, and she's from Chicago, and which really matters when you're in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> they love Chicago in Toronto. Yep, two spot monkeys, two two brain cells, not two um, geographic monkeys. <laughs> two geographic monkeys. Uh, Weather on the nines, and uh, we'll tell you what the weather is somewhere we don't know where it actually is. Um, I that's too much for me. I'm sorry to take us off the rails. Um, Will Ospreay is my pick um, to unseat Omega here, and uh, I do think this has shenanigans because I think we're heading to. I don't know when, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's the first thing we get to, but Omega to catch that at some point is happening. I don't know that's the first match you do in the series for them. Um, I don't know if that's in the UK. I don't know if that's back in the States. Um, I don't know if you hold on to that and wait until November. Um, we're getting it eventually. Just the timing. Um, you you nor I have no influence over that, but I'm sure we're going to be thrilled when we do get the chance to have that match. Um, so because of all of that, and again, with the person we haven't named, but I hope he had in the mix, Don Callis, of course, um, to screw Omega. Um, yeah, Will Ospreay unseats Kenny Omega and takes the United States IWGP title back to New Japan. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Osprey's going to win this match, or Opsuray, as I see I spelled it here on the YouTube uh, banner. <laughs> Uh, clearly my best job ever doing these banners this week. Um, Jim needs a summer break, apparently. I'm just reading it and realizing that. So Osprey's going to win the match, but I, I got to do it, right? Kenny Omega is going to be my pick here um, because I got I got to try. I got to take the shot and try. I, I don't like it. I don't think it's going to happen. But if it does, I'm a genius. Uh, <laughs> like So I've got to take Kenny Omega to try and tie it up here. Um I have absolutely no good reason that I'm going to lay out for you other than I need Kenny Omega to win for our bet. So that's why he's my pick. Um, no, I think Osprey is going to win, but I have to make the pick of Omega, though, strategically here, which means we need to come up with a quick tiebreaker just in yep. case the yep. unexpected happens. Um, do we want to go bell like bell to bell time for this match or, or some other match, or do we want to do something else, Tom? Um, yeah, you're putting, putting, putting this on the spot. Um, I, am. I probably should have talked about this before. Like, to record, it, it, but welcome to our planning session here live on two spot monkeys. Yeah. We do. So the last time we had this scenario was, uh, final battle 2021. Does that sound right to you? Uh, yeah, I think it would have been 21. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I do. I do think, um, you know, from the ringing of the bell to the pinfall for this match, um, Whoever is, if and the needed. next part is observe, the wrestling observer usually has that. Yeah, uh, yeah. on their recaps. Well, I expect you actually to get your phone out for this match and hit and hit. Timer, well, like, timer, like. timer, timer on, timer off. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. 
closest to the the not closest to the time of the match without going over. We could, or we could just say closest. The odds of us both being the exact same number of seconds, minutes, and seconds off are. And the odds of Kenny Omega winning as well, with all yeah, the right. The odds of even needing this tiebreaker <laughs> very rare. Um, but just in case, you know, I yeah, I don't even want to like in case there's an injury and they have to punt or something, which obviously I hope and pray doesn't happen. So, so the, the reason why I say closest without going over is because it's ingrained in me growing up that I always would watch sure. uh, the prices right. right with my the grandparents, right. Yep. right? So that's that's where that comes from. So I'll pick one minute. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, I'm good with I'm good with closest closest to the final time on either side. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you pick first because you picked them you picked Omega. Uh, yeah, right. So I'm the one who needs it. Uh, I'm going to go 26 minutes and 21 seconds. I don't know why. That's just what I've been doing. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go. Whew, let's go 20. Long, actually, after I said it. I'm going to go 24. 43. 43 perfect so we've got about a two minute and 20 two minute and 22 second difference uh so hopefully it does not end in whatever a minute and 11 seconds is more than your time uh, would that be 25 54 would be what we don't want it to end in or we would be exactly on either side um that'd be crazy wouldn't it um yeah i had a tiebreaker in in my trivia nights uh about a month back where they both picked the exact same number. And then I said, okay, it's higher than that. Pick again. And then they both picked the exact same number again. And I was like, what, what are we doing, people? Um, so there you have it. All of our picks are the same, except I, you know, uh, plugged my nose and picked Kenny Omega to win. Not not because I would be mad if Kenny Omega wins, because it's going to be great either way. I just don't. I had Osprey written for you before you even made the pick, so I had to cross it out and write Omega. Yeah, well, and because we have talked about this before, we both expect Osprey to win, and I and I do. Um, it's just a matter of uh, I need I need the win. So and and I couldn't couldn't find a way to do it anywhere else, so I'll do it there. And now some other match will end in a way that we're both wrong, and I'm like I should have gone the other direction. I should have picked you know Kojima over Punk or whatever. I don't know, probably not that one, but. Well, as we mentioned, uh, this will be our last episode just for a little while here, uh, probably through the month of July. And then hopefully uh, SummerSlam is early in August, I believe, right? Yep. Like the first weekend. Saturday, of August. August 5th. That's right. And are you going to SummerSlam, Tom? Today, as of, as of saying no, but like I would love to be in Detroit for that entire weekend. Uh, there's GCW on Friday. Yep. WrestleCon is coming to Detroit. I don't know what that is all going to entail. I know they've announced nails of all people to be there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I was really, I had some sticker shock at the SummerSlam tickets. I probably shouldn't have it, have yeah. had sticker yeah. shock, but I did. So, well, stay tuned to the Two Spot Monkeys Twitter. We'll update uh, this event, and then we'll update uh, the three PLEs that we've got in July. Um, I may tweet a little bit from there, too. We'll see at the Wrestling Revolver show here on the 1st. Roderick Strong versus Mike Bailey. Cage of Horrors of Second Gear Crew versus the Rascals. Uh, there's a dog collar match between some guy named Crash Jackson, who I have no idea who he is. 
um, and Ma Madman Fulton. It's just a dog collar match, so I think that's going to be cool. Um, and, and some other stuff they've announced as well that's escaping me in the moment, but Revolver looks like it's going to be really fun. I did buy the meet and greet uh, for Revolver as well, so we'll see whether I think that was worth it. Um, apparently, they'll sign the poster they give me for free um, if I want anything else signed, which I really don't have anything else for any of those guys. Uh, the only one that isn't included is Roddy Strong. I may go ahead and pay extra, depending on what he's charging, uh, to get a picture with him at least, because um, that would be fun to send to our friend Greg, because I know Greg and Roddy are our buddies. So well, and, and if that poster stays in good shape, a signed poster, you know, if you threw that in a frame and hung it on your wall, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think. I mean, with especially with some of those folks, you know, if I get Roddy on there, if I get Bailey on there, there's some other guys and gals as well. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, so stay tuned to our Twitter at two spot monkeys. We'll try and, and keep you updated throughout the month of July. And, uh, we will look to be back here in, uh, the very beginning of August. Yeah. And that could be a really big, like long show. just depending, we may need to do like two parts just because we'll have a lot to catch up on, you know, this and the month of July, I'm sure takeaways and all the other stuff in the world of pro wrestling. Plus if we, you know, clearly we're going to pick SummerSlam. That's, you know, it's going to be a, Big ball of wax, but and, a good one. And an update on on where we're at on head to head for that half of the month since there or that half of the year, excuse me, that half of the month. Um, since there's three shows in July that we'll be picking head to head, uh, we'll already be well into our head to head bet uh, for the second half of the year, which is crazy when it's only kind of a month we'll be gone. So uh, yeah. everybody, be safe. Have a great month of July uh, and end of June here as well. And uh, we'll be back and talk to you again back here in August at Two Spot Monkeys Live.